Hi guys, my name is Nefe and welcome back to the Let's Talk Nigeria show with Nefe. How are you guys doing this lovely day? Um, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope. I mean, that's hard to say. Yeah, just a few days ago, I spoke to a friend who told me that spaghetti is now, golden penny spaghetti is now wonky in Nigeria. And I'm like, how? How is that possible? Because I know just two, three years ago, I was buying spaghetti to 200 naira. You know, so it's hard to even ask how you guys are doing. But I mean, somewhere inside of me, I believe that everybody is doing good. From the last episode till today, personally, I've had a lot happen to me. Um, I had a relation who has not had a child for about 22 years and they had a child and everybody was so excited. Everybody was so happy because, I mean, you know how it is to not have a child for 22 years and then suddenly you have a child. So, yeah, everybody's... I mean, not suddenly. There was a process of pregnancy. It's not like the child appeared, but, you know, seeing the child brought a lot of joy to, to our lives, to the family generally. And then a couple of days after that, another cousin of mine passed away. So... It's been mixed feelings, you know, one part there's excitement for the new life that came and one part there's sadness for somebody that parted that left us, a young person, you know, and yeah, so personally it's been a roller coaster of emotions for me, but we're getting better, we're getting better. Um, After the last episode, I got a lot of wonderful feedback. First of all, I want to say a big thank you to Something for coming on the podcast and we had a wonderful conversation in the last episode. We talked about a lot of things. If you haven't listened to it, please, you should go and listen to it because it was a really nice one. To everybody who sent in comments, everybody who sent in feedback, thank you so much. And yeah, um, I got one particular feedback from my friend who is my, I think I would say if you want to count all my f- favorite male friends in this life, he's among my top five. We've been friends since 100 level. And I brought him on the show today to just continue the conversation for where me and Samson stops, stopped rather. Um, so today I have my good friend who has put a gun to my head to say that I must name my first son after him. I don't know how true that, I don't know if that's going to happen because I already have my name set out. But yeah, Samuel Chimniazekwere Ujibu, welcome to the show, my guy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Just introduce, you. introduce yourself for those who do not know you, what you do, you know. Uh, okay. Um, I'm Sami, and um, I'm into educational management. I do graphics design. Tell them you're my prodigy. Tell them. Say it. Well. Give, my, give my flowers. <laughs> uh, Your flowers are sent out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, great, great, great. So yeah, thank you for thank you for coming on the show. So I would like to kick off from where we stopped in the last episode. You know, um, you know, I, I and Sam, yeah, I and oh, Samson, Samuel. Wow, I and Samson had a lot of talk about you know, talked about everything that's going on. We talked about how Nigerians were easy it's easy for us to make excuses for the government. You know, with healthcare, failing healthcare, we're traveling abroad for school, failing education. Sorry, we're traveling abroad for healthcare, failing government, failing education, we're traveling abroad for a school. You know, failing as social amenities we're creating for ourselves. And I want us to build from that point because you said some really nice things and I'll pick up on what your message, exactly message, what you said to me. You said, Nigeria will only get better when we have no other option, no place to run to. I like, I mean, I like to throw more light on that. Um, it's, it's quite easy. You know, as Nigerians, we, I noticed that we abuse differently from every other country in the world okay as citizens we are different um it's more like there's a barrier we find a way to evade that barrier break mm. through jump if it means crawling beneath that barrier we always find a way and it's to get to a point where we no longer have options okay our money will fail us 
um, those countries would no longer probably take us in for X, Y, Z reasons and would have to come back, come back home to, to fix up. All right. So um, what we are going through as a people needs us to come together as one to fight against the common enemy, our political leaders. Now, I haven't read um, a few a few books on history and also leadership. I've come to understand that leadership is influence. They are able to influence certain um, group of persons in a very negative way and not in the positive way. So if we can't fight back and say, come, this is not how this thing is, is, is meant to be. It shouldn't be this way. We have to do things X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. We wouldn't have that nation we have uh, dreamt of, we are longing for. So until we have no other place to run to, okay, until our connections, our money fails us, we won't resolve this problem. It's easy for many persons to, to leave the country because they're able to get loans, okay? They're able to get um, maybe a few connections, um, relations, cousins and friends able to help. But when all of these are no more, yeah, they're not available, they're not viable options, then it becomes difficult. I'll give an example. It's been difficult for me to to leave the country because the options I had before um, I lost my mom are gone, okay? I have more responsibilities and it would be tad selfish of me to leave those responsibilities and chase a dream for a better life somewhere, which doesn't just happen automatically. You, you can't just yeah. travel out and say in one, two, three months, you are fine, you can bring in that money and all of that. So my options are, are quite limited, okay? There are few. I'm speaking for myself, though. Yeah. And I know there are some other persons who are out there. My options failed me. So I, I either go back to the drawing board and we strategize. I'm, I'm hopeful that Nigeria gets better someday, right? But in the meantime, I, I have to look out for, for, for my family. Yeah. Though my options have failed me, I have to family go back man. to the drawing board. Yeah, I know I know there are many there are many persons out there who probably have one or two options. I when my options failed me, I, I tried looking at home, tried joining the political party, okay, to push for this course and all of that. In all honesty, the last election was the first um election I I I had to cast my vote. Hmm. All right. So since I turned 18, I've never casted a vote. Someone sold something to me that was tangible, what I could run with. Mm. And um, all of a sudden, we had Nigeria do us dead. Okay? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was stolen before our... our Very our nice. You know, so I just, I'm, going to, I'm going to cut you here. Um, so, I mean, there's something you said I've always said. I feel like Nigerians, we have, we have this... Um, the tenacity we have this thing that's an advantage and also a disadvantage in the sense that we, we, we have this no we have this ability to bear too much now it has its good parts but it has its bad parts. i used to say i used to say that if you push a nigerian man to the wall instead of the man to turn around and fight you he will break that wall so you continue pushing him 
yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess the, the word there should be persevere. Yes, we know how to persevere. And I mean, it's good as a human being, but when as a nation, this is our character, it's a problem, you know. Like I said in the last episode, when my, my dad was telling me how when he was growing up in this in Lagos, you didn't need bowl. There was a yeah. functioning water board. Water will flow into your house. But over time, the system killed the borehole. What the Nigerians do? We didn't demand for that to work. We went to go and look for... Sorry, the, the system killed the water board, rather. We didn't demand for that to work. What did we do? We started... Everybody started, everybody started digging boreholes. Alternatives. Alternatives, you know? It's the same thing with the educational sector. My dad was telling me how the rich men, the Alex Ibrus of the time, which was like Dangote of today, their children were yeah. in the same school as him, who was just a normal man's child. Over time, in fact, his words were having a private university or even a private primary school, there was bad business because nobody went to them. But over time, the system killed. And it's the same thing. And I mean, you said something about leadership and influence. And one of the problems why I feel like it's hard for us to come together as a nation is the fact that there's already so much division. You know, there's so much division. Somebody said that a Nigerian man doesn't mind bad government as long as it's a person in power. Somehow the leaders have been able to influence the people and cause a lot of division along ethnic and tribal lines. And it makes me wonder, you know, I was wondering during the week, I, I said earlier that I lost my cousin some some days ago, and my cousin passed because, first of all, wrong diagnosis. You know, um, we, we first found out he was sick three, two, three years ago, and they said it was a kidney problem. Now, for the, in those, that kidney problem, in um, they've been treating that, they've been taking drugs for the kidney problem. Sometimes it'll get better, sometimes it'll get worse. And this went on until about April, March, April this year, when he went for another checkup and he found out that it wasn't a kidney problem. It was actually a heart problem. So because his heart was yeah. not was failing, he wasn't pumping enough blood for the kidneys to work well. So they were treating the effects, not the cause, for two years. And by the time they found out it was too late, the doctor told us, look, this guy has to have a transplant. Or it's only a matter of how long till he goes. You know, so we're trying to, you know, talk to Canard Foundation and some people to see how we could get. But that's by the way. The reason why I'm bringing this up is that it got me thinking during the week that what if, what if Nigeria is suffering a case of wrong diagnosis, just like my cousin. Now, yes, we want to say we want to say leadership. Yes, we want to say Nigerians have perseverance. We have want to say, but I feel like I started thinking during the week, and I feel like beneath all of this, the main problem is that as a nation, we've lost touch with our humanity. As a nation, we're lacking that's morals. And it's what it shows in how the politicians do what they do. Because it's a lack of humanity that would make you see hunger and say you want to buy a biatch of five million, five billion naira. It is a lack <laughs> okay. of you. Yeah. Yeah, can I can I can I Yeah, yeah, but let me just let me just drive this point home and then I feel like it is lack of humanity that will make a young boy who is in Uniport kill his hundred-level girlfriend, a girl who chose to trust you. And it cuts across board, not just the leaders. It cuts across board the whole country. I mean, I've heard of women who take their 13-year-old boy, buy a laptop for him, and take him to a senior Yahoo boy, a senior fraudster, and say, teach my son work. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, so yeah, you were going to say something. Yeah, um, to be honest, um, there, there are a few nations that... Um, have gotten this right, you know. Our founding fathers, what mm-hmm. we are they fighting for? Were they seen beyond the now? Okay, were they were they seen beyond just gaining independence? Were they seen what they were going to do for the people? Mm. Did you see beyond just that um, the movement um, for for independence? For independence. I, yeah. I, 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 was, I, was, I was even going to look at that. Yeah, it didn't see beyond that. 
because Nigeria as a country doesn't have um, a vision, a vision meaning where we ought to be at, at X, Y, Z, or, yeah, or a mental image. You know, I, I was growing up, when I was growing up as a kid, there was this um, um, TV ad talking about Vision 2020 and all of that. No, I was so curious. You don't need 2023 now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so curious yeah. to see what was going to happen in 2020. And nothing. We're just... They, they just did all of those to to maybe play along with hmm. what the UN has demanded for or what every United Nations maybe maybe, maybe maybe in their mind they thought 2020 the world will end before then so they can get away with it. It's, and, it's and, not it's not it's not beyond them. And I I, I watch I watched one interview that talked about how Nigerian leaders, not African leaders generally, they never plan for yeah. two years, three years. All their plans are ten years because by twenty years they won't be there anymore. Yeah. To be held accountable, it, it's it's deliberate. So yeah. okay, you can see that our founding fathers got this um, this independence literally on a platter of gold. What did we do with it? We 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 discovered oil. Okay, what happened? People say Nigeria was better back then, but I I beg to differ. Nigeria was not better. People yeah. were suffering in the midst of that plenty. We had the so-called plenty. We have people. We are suffering. Yeah. I don't think it was. I don't. I don't think it was better. I just sorry. I don't. I don't think. Like I said in the last episode, the hardship yeah. just. It just the way economy is changing. So the hardship they increased too. You know, like I said, the problem exactly. then. The problem then was um, waterboard. It was easy for us to dig boreholes. It was cheaper to solve solve our problems then. It does, doesn't make it better. And I'm happy you brought the issues of the founding fathers because I was going to bring it up. You know, I was in a conference on Friday, and and the man yeah. was talking about how. As much as as much as a, as much as the as much as a decay in the UK, he was talking about how UK was founded on biblical principles. You know, forget all the atrocities their leaders may have committed. You know, and all of that. And I got thinking about our own leaders again. Sorry, I think about Nigeria. Any context I am, I bring it back home. And I was thinking about back to the same thing I was saying about how humanity, our leaders. Forgive me. I mean, I don't know if you're a big fan of Azikiwe or Amadou Bello or Awolo or whatever, but I feel like every of our leaders, all the people we call founding fathers, they did what they did from a place of selfishness. It's still the yes, same thing I'm saying that they lack humanity, they lack that morals. It wasn't for a greater nation. It was for, oh, make I be this, let it be me that did this. It was for myself, me, myself, and I. And that's what we are saying. And when we have a nation who's national heroes who is who's, who's, who's are selfish people are thieves are murderers what do we expect to be happening like you said in our chats you said something about how their founding fathers the the the, the nation was the nation they, they built themselves bigger than the nation yes. and until we come to that point that's what i'm saying wrong diagnosis because everybody's pointing different things and it's just yes. what we're just saying is just fruits of it oh, sorry fruits of seeds that's been planted since 1960 and even before you know, so yeah, go yeah. on. Sorry, I cut you short. Sorry. Yeah. So um, the the thing is this: um, we need to get to a point where someone, a leader, emerges and says, "Okay, this is how this country should run. This is the vision I have for Nigeria." You know, everyone comes together. If we need to fine tune the 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 vision, if there's going to be a town hall meeting for for citizens to send in representatives from different geopolitical zones and say, "Okay, we are buying into this vision." And this is Nigeria of our dream, just like you have the American dream. Mm. 
So you sell this vision to Nigerians. Every Nigerian has a dream. The Nigerian dream is to Jaguar. Right now. Just to the country. Yes. You know. To have to... another passport is a Nigerian dream. <laughs> exactly. And and it's, it's it's not substantial, it's not qualitative. I'm not I'm not trying to rubbish anyone who has a dream of leaving the country. It's is valid. valid. Yeah, it's valid. But the thing and is, when, like I said when, in the last episode, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. All you need is is Trump in UK and in US at the same time and in Canada at the same time. That's all you need yeah. to realize that this Japan we are pursuing is rubbish. I mean it's great you, when, uh, it's great you now, now, you know. Escape from escape from if a pathway opens in Russia, in Uzbekistan, in Kazakhstan, Nigeria and Nigeria. But my point, my point is all you just need is a Trump at the end of affairs in some of these countries we are going to. And we would yes. hate that we would hate that we left Nigeria. All you need is a Trump in you. Okay, maybe maybe Trump is even maybe a little bit extreme Trump in UK and in Canada and US at the same time. You know, yeah. it's not it's not um, as the, much as yes. Right now it's working, but it's only a matter of time before we start crying xenophobia again, like we did in South Africa. Yeah. Exactly. But then you said something that you said something just now that struck me, where you said, "Oh, we need to come together." My question now is, how does that happen? We, I mean, we saw the last election. We saw how, I mean, try the, I mean, try the podcast. I try not to campaign for anybody, even though people people knew me knew who I was supporting, you know. But we saw yeah. how in the last election we saw there was a there was a candidate who sold dreams, who sold facts, who sold figures, and people said. Now facts we go chop, now numbers we go chop. People who knew that this guy was saying the truth, but just because he's not from their ethnic group, did not. And then we saw a different man who, throughout the campaign, there was no dialogue. In fact, the only time he yeah. had a, a chance to dialogue when he went to Chatham House in UK, he was he was distributing the questions, and his and his, and his fans came out to tell us that that is is demonstrating teamwork. In fact, no, they didn't say teamwork. They said teamship. I remember, I remember, like, I saw it in like three different people's. Twitter post. They said teamship. I like ah, this is just scripted. They copy and paste from their WhatsApp group. Ah, what do you what do you mean by teamship? You know. So when a country like us, I mean, look at the last election. We saw, like you said, somebody said in a dream to us. But we chose because of tribal lines. Some of us chose to follow who did not sell anything to us. Apart, he didn't sell anything. But we chose to stand by him because it was the same ethnic group or the same religion as we were. So how do we get to that point, Sammy, where we can grow above this ethnic and tribal divide? And religious divide. Education. Hmm. Education. People need to be enlightened. People need to be sensitized. People need to. Um, if if you look at the north, okay, yeah. I was preparing um, a proposal for a client, and I did a bit of research. This was as far back I think 2020, 2019, thereabouts. It should be 2020 or so. Because the COVID-19 period, yes, the lockdown 2020 opened my eyes to so many anomalies within the educational sector, all right? I noticed that um, the airlines, politicians have found a way to keep a particular, a particular geographical location, a particular, a particular zone in the dark, not getting them educated. It's become a tool just like um how politicians have weaponized hunger they have done that with illiteracy yeah. so you meet a nigerian okay somewhere the first thing you get yes ah, where, where are you from where are you from oh this one ah or oh, this or oh, this guy will oh, neighbor and all of that is along ethnic 
lines. And they are no more complex than the United States no, that has the attributes of a nation state. Nigeria is a nation state, okay, in my opinion, because we are made up of different nations. You have the Ijo nation, you have the Igbo nation, you have the Yoruba, etc. We can come together and find a common ground. There should be a muster point for every one of us to, to converge. There, there must be something. Sorry? It starts with education. Exactly. So, if, if you notice, look at the the recent supplementary budget that was that's made, that's made available. I don't know if you've seen the figures. No, that's, I think that, that, that is crazy. Yeah. I think about... There, there was no budget for education. If I'm making a mistake, or I'm, if, if I'm right, there's, there's, no, there's no budget for education. There's no bu- budget for education. Sorry, there is, but it is five billion. Okay, five billion. A mega five billion budgeted to education. Same amount as the yash for a few people. Do, do you get? Do you get? So we, we we need to ensure that we educate people. Yeah. If you don't what, make people say, do you know the point? The so, some persons might argue and say some educated folks um, did X Y Z during the election, but it's as a result of sowing that seed of discord. Yeah. Because so, the truth is, the truth is, even in, even in the UK and in other places in the world, racism is still there. But because education has come in, people are beginning to see exactly. beyond skin color. And even though they are still extremists, they have no trouble to shut up because people that the people that are not like them are more vocal and. I feel like until, like you said, education, and then when we begin to realize that, oh, this next man, because he's a different tribe, is not different from me, we have the same problem. Rice is not so cheaper for me. In fact, the person that told me she bought spaghetti for Wonky is in Bauchi. No, sorry, Bon, no. Is it Benway? Benway. That's middle belt. Meanwhile, somebody in the South South is still buying spaghetti for 700. But I mean, in fact, the two figures are crazy. But my point is, we have common problems. And we have a common enemy until we can realize that until we can come to that point like you just said when we realize that okay look education will help a lot you know education i'm looking at and first of all that budget is irritating to look at you know i'm seeing 50 billion for cars for senators and yeah. i'm like and i remember when i was really young i remember then every government official then was driving 504 was the main thing and yes high over 505 Pojo cars and push your hard an assembly plant in Nigeria, which was giving Nigerians yeah. jobs. But what are our politicians doing? They're carrying 50 billion out of our economy to Japan to go and buy cars. What's bad? Okay, even if you, even if, I mean, even if people say people need this money, because according to you, people, people say that the roads that people sport is bad. So, sorry, the roads that people did not do is why people want to buy cars. Okay, let's forgive that one. So, why not tell, why not strike a deal with these companies and say, look, okay, you know what? Bring your cars. Bring you build a factory, whoever can build a factory plant in Nigeria gets this contract. Then you create jobs for people. Again, it still boils yeah, down to the I'm coming, it still boils down to the fact that these people are thinking for only themselves. I mean, it's outrageous. I don't want to buy cars worth 50 billion. That's one stars on one side. But even if okay, let's say we want to excuse it. Let's say we want to why not go on? There are deals you can strike with companies that will come and invest in our country and bring and create jobs, and then you can be because the truth is there's corruption all over the world. But we just have leaders all over the world who are thinking, okay, look, even as much as I want to steal, how, how can my people enjoy small? You know, um, the, the, yeah. the, the, the truth is that um, in as much as many citizens have their opinion, bright opinions about issues like this, 
The politicians always ask themselves this question, what do they stand to gain in all of this? I mean, it's not difficult. We saw Lagos is giving um, an automobile company a place to, I think, assemble cars. Yeah. That was a few years yeah, G ago. GS, no, I think GSC just launched their assembly plant a few, I think last week or two weeks ago. GSC. All right. Then there is, yeah. there is Nord. There is Innocent. What is bad if our leaders come and buy these people's cars? Innocent is yeah. purely made in Nigeria. Nord is made what, in Nigeria. What is in there for them? They won't just want to award a contract to XYB, uh, XYZ automobile company when there's nothing in there for them. But they are you getting the cars now? That's what, that's what I'm talking about, the, this diagnosis, the fact that we've lost... You'll be, you'll, be, you'll be shocked or surprised to know that the cost of those cars are not oh, exactly... Obviously. obviously. So some, something, something must, must, must fall out for... For, for those guys. See, but the question I asked myself when I watched um, a popular um, TV program that airs during the week, Every and I had the public, yeah, I had the public servant, yeah, you know, talking down on these automobile companies in Nigeria that assemble at the moment, okay, talking about the bar state of the road. My question is this. Why aren't they fixing these roads? They, they, they make available, they make available X Y Z billions, um, for if they fix the roads, Sammy. Well, if they fix the road, what would they write in the budget next year? If they fix the road this year. That's the current budget. I saw, I, I saw somewhere the current budget. Okay, subvention budget for road and infrastructure is about four hundred billion. Four hundred billion. That's a whooping sum. More than education. Exactly. <laughs> More than education. So, and you see that next year, this the, same money, increase. about about 600 or 800 billion will be awarded for road and infrastructure. So, what are we doing? We spend you know, more money. And we think we can actually dodge these this bad roads with those, with those um, um, SUVs, the sports utility vehicles. There's no way. We can't. Yes, I mean, because, because of time, because of time, let me just cut you there. Um, I'm, I'm about to round up. I'll say one last thing. But before that, I remember a couple of years ago, I think three or four years ago, if you know Bagada very well, there's a road on Bagada called Dia Streets. That road was an ISO. I mean, I know that as of 2021, they were fixing it. But as of 2020, the road was really bad. So on another road, there is Zenith, Fidelity, Access, I think Providos, about five banks, and um, Providos and them. Echo Bank, yeah, five banks. And I, I, I got to speak to one of the managers, one of the banks. I'm like, why can't you guys fix this road? Like, I mean, this road is super, it's a nice road. And they told me that several times they've come together as banks that are on that road to fix it. And then the government said, no, go and bring the money, don't fix it. And I just laughed because obviously it's because once the, if these people are going to fix it, to, one, first of all, it would, it, would, it would first of all review that the money they've been budgeting for that place is never enough to what it would be needed to fix it. Then secondly, the road would be good because it will do you well. You know? Yeah. But, that's by the way. I'm coming back to us as citizens again. During the last week, I saw when we saw the supplementary budget, we saw 15 billion for cars for the office of the first lady. What kind of may be 15 million? I know that first of all, there's constitutionally there's no office of the first lady. Then we yeah. saw the one of the arch, we saw the one of the senators, and then again, again. I mean, I understand how I understand that Nigerians we can make a humor out of it on Twitter and on social media. That is an escape mechanism, but 
it just goes to show that we are not angry enough the fact that we would complain on twitter and just move past it you know i mean i'm not it's, it's just and again it still boils down to the lack of to our morals the wrong that i'm talking about because when we look at it okay at least i go fifty feed myself and my family we are okay we go until we come to a point where like you said our 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 connections our finances fail us maybe they will be angry enough because it amazes me that there is sometimes i read some things in the news and i'm like how is this still a country because half of this in egypt half of this in morocco will be a nationwide protest but then again yeah. I'm, not, I'm not calling for protest so please but my point is we need to get to a point where we are angry enough until then we cannot demand until then we are like okay it's my problem is not the problem of the notes or it's my it's not the problem of the, the problem of the notes, it's not my own it's not consign me that selfishness will still come in that selfishness of oh i can feed myself i can buy generic even though if the life for a life let it go to 600 i can still buy four for my car so i can feed myself i'm okay that, that's what happened in insas the youth came out to protest and uh, some other people because they don't have youth as children or they felt it was a youth battle but no it was a battle against a decade system in the country yeah you know it's, so, yeah let's wrap it up for yeah. me just your final words so we can end this um let, let me let me let me say this i had a conversation with a colleague of mine he's way older than me he should be close to his 50s so i asked him about the NSAS, NSAS movement if he protested at that point in time. Do you know what he asked me? Mm-hmm. Why should we protest? He's old, he's in his 50s. Why should he go out when he has children and all of that to take care of and blah, blah, blah. I told him I did. I made out time to protest, go out for the protest at least once. And I had to lend my voice, support everyone who was on ground and not, and not just make noise on on social media so another problem we have as nigerians is that we we love our lives too much way too i know much. one day i know one. i think i think i said this in the last episode we do love our lives too much i said i said yeah. in the last episode i've said this several times that until we until we overcome that love for life until we overcome so, that love. Yeah, there, there was there's there's something i've um, always lived by um it goes this way more of others less of me okay Mm. and most times i get to inconvenience myself if we can think about our nation okay this way more for the nation okay we we push out when we are saying we are demanding xyz we are all coming together in one accord and saying yes this is what we want as a people then nigeria will be a better place i forgot to mention before now that in that budget um there was nothing for health for the health sector, nothing. So it means public servants, public officers are going out again this, this year or next year to seek medical help. Oh, it's called, it's called, it's called medical tourism. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I am. Um, and I hope we can get it someday. I hope we can I hope get so it someday. Too. I hope so too. You know, Sammy, thank you so much for lending your voice on the podcast. You've said a lot of things, and one of the reasons why one of my friend, one of my good friends, because we sometimes we tend to reason that even though we argue a lot, I don't know why you're supporting man because that's a useless thing to do. But that's by the way. Um, yeah, you, you allow me to say something. It's, right? it's okay. No, you are finished talking. I want to end the show now. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, but um, right. I'm, I'm happy because you just added to what we talked about in the last episode and i understand i mean one of the reasons why i'm scared to talk like this is because 
the youth tried to fight once and we saw how it ended you know um yeah. I, I, I remember my mom i said it in the last episode how my mom was like ah people should stop protesting you know, these people will come and shoot us so they will come and do this too and i would th- i thought it was madness like city country would send people to kill the citizens but our parents our forefathers they've experienced this they've seen it happen it happened in unilag many years ago where the army came and killed students you know so again like i said in the last episode a seed of fears all has been sown in the last generation which we we, we we insulted that we came to fight now they use the same weapon to sow seeds of fear in our generation and a lot of gener- a lot of nigerians are reluctant to do anything right now that's why everybody's thinking of myself 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 but until we can overcome that love for life until we can fight the the original diagnosis which is the lack of humanity which is a lack of morals until we can fight all of those you know it will be hard to see the country won't call our own because and i know that one day is gonna happen the one day is gonna it's just how long that's the problem and i really hope that we have children who don't come to who don't, don't come to see this mess you know it doesn't but take long it's hopefully happened. hopefully it doesn't take long but yeah um thank you so much for joining us sammy and um, to everybody listening thank you you know the drill please tell your friends please send the link to a friend um please leave drop a feedback you know send me your feedbacks tell me what you think so everybody who sent me feedback the last time thank you guys you guys are the mvp um yeah so thank you guys so i was going to say something but it's keeping my mind yeah to my cousin that passed i pray so rest in peace um to my family i hope that god gives us the grace the comforts us in this season and everything could be all right yeah so that's that being said thank you for coming on the show thank you for listening god bless you and god bless the federal republic of nigeria <laughs>